Tyreek Hill has been traded from Kansas City to Miami. When Tyreek Hill left the roster, I put Kansas City third in the AFC West. They have two ones, two twos, two threes, two fours, and four sevens in this draft. That's a lot of picks. Brett's building this thing back uh, to where we feel comfortable so that we can go win on Sundays. Hello and welcome to another Harrods Broad Podcast. Tonight you got myself Neil and I'm joined by Tomo. Tomo, how are you, man? Very good, you. I'm fine, thank you for asking. And we've got Owen back. Owen, who is going to Kansas City in two weeks' time. Woo-woo! Oh, I can't wait. Hello, by the way. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how excited are you? See, it's really strange because I don't think it's settled in properly yet. Um okay. Yeah, I, I'm obviously I'm I'm over the moon. Like I cannot wait to go, but I think it's going to be when I sit on that plane on the way to New York uh, for the layover is when it's going to be like, oh my god, I'm actually going. Like it, it feels a bit surreal because obviously I've been like a Chiefs fan for like seven years now. I've not been out there, and I've always seen it on on videos and 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 watched it live from home, but it's not properly sunk in yet. And I'm actually going. Um, and you're you're going to New York for a couple of days before you go to KC. When do you get into KC then? Only the one night. We're going on the, I think it's, we're flying out there on the Saturday and we fly to Kansas City on the Sunday afternoon. So we're literally in New York for one night and then going to Kansas City the next day. So we'll get there Sunday, late afternoon. Very good, very good. And then game I'll Monday. See, I'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> that Can't sounds wait. so sweet to say that. Um, <laughs> so it, it will be uh, another AFC West showdown that we see, uh, the Raiders game on the Monday night. But on Thursday, yeah, Thursday night last week, God, it's been, it's been a long week, um, we saw the Chiefs beat the Los Angeles Chargers 27-24. Um, Tom, I'm going to ask you the question I put at the end of my marathon tweeting session. Did we win this game or did the Chargers lose this game? We won it. You got to, We won it. What you want about? How do? Nah, come on, Neil. We won that. <laughs> you got a seventh round. It didn't round. feel like it at the time. Well, he's got. To, he's got to pick the ball off and go ninety-nine yards for the for the for the pick six. So fair play to him. I mean, the the Chargers didn't help themselves, did they? But I mean, this is this is this is the Chargers. At the end of the day, they get, they get crowned the champions in preseason. <laughs> Everyone's picking in preseason. I said in the preseason pod, you got to beat the champs to get the belt, and they've I, lost. I, I picked them in preseason. <laughs> got to beat the champs to get the belt. They got beaten by a relatively unknown wide receiver on the national level, and they got beaten by a seventh round rookie. Owen, thoughts? I think the Chargers lost that game. I'm sorry, Tom. I wish I could be as optimistic or as, you know, I wish I could be as um, as proud of the Chiefs' performance as you guys, as as you, Tomo. But yeah, I don't know. It's there are a lot of errors on the Chargers' side, and and I think it's a mixture of the Chargers losing and a bit of luck that went our way, like the drop pick, and 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 again, it could be seen as a Chargers' fault, but um, and the and the interception that was called back as well. Um, yeah, it was, I don't know, especially like you were talking about the inception play, like it's because they didn't bring Everett off. Like you even saw in the replay how tired he was the play before and asking to be called off and he was told to stay in for one more play and then it happened to be that 99-yard interception you know, where he was the receiver. My favourite part of that play, if you go back and watch it again, right, 
After the ball is intercepted, watch whatever it does. Oh, yeah, he picks some shit off the floor, doesn't he? He dropped his gum shield and he stood there and picked it up <laughs> rather than chasing after, trying to stop his turn. He was gassed. He couldn't one, catch him. He was, he was gone. He was gone. The one thing I say, though, is if you're saying they, they lost the game because they kept a tired player on the field, the whole Chiefs defence was tired. They'd basically carried the team for the whole game. And they were all still out on the field. And and at the end of the day, the, the dude makes a play. Like, he's got to make the play. Their guy could have made the play and won them the game. Our guy made the play and won us the game. That that mm. really did feel like... like It's it's wild because to, to pick a ball off there and go up the other end and score is uh, very, Such very... Such a momentum swing. It, 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 that was our, very, that was our first lead of the game. Yeah. It was our it first lead like, of the game as well. It, it really did feel like if they'd have scored there it was going to be a problem for us and that, yeah it's one of those ones where like it's, it's it's what half three in the morning and you know you can't shout so what you do is just I, I jump might, around I the might, living room i might have shouted a little bit more <laughs> maybe i tell you what i, I stand think. by my thoughts that a pick six is the most exciting play in football let alone a, a 99 yard pick six to win you the game against divisional rival but just in general that that, that play yeah. is oh, there's nothing like yeah, it yeah. being able to turn an inception back to the house yeah I, I would agree with that um looking at the chief's performance like it was a tale of two halves to a large extent i i, I thought the charges were much the better side in the first half like we looked Awful. Uh, in fact, at the end of the first quarter, I tweeted, "Can we all just forget about that and start the game now?" Because, like, we just look bad, like badly prepared, not physically ready. We just—I I couldn't take any positives out of that first quarter at all. And but then, then you the think game... we played—we played that badly, yeah. and yet we were down three nil at the end of the first quarter and ten seven at the end of the second quarter. Like, we—if if we were playing that badly, why didn't they put us away? Like, because they're not. <laughs> They're not us. They're not good. They don't yeah, know how to win. yeah. That's what I mean. We played yeah, a really bad game. That, that, yeah. They don't know how to win those games. I think is probably a very good way of putting that, Tom. Out like, it takes experience of winning to then carry on winning those games. You know how to deal with them. I think Mahomes said after the game, like we've been in lots of these games and we've won lots of these games. We know how to play them and. It, it did feel a lot like that. It's like, oh, you know, we've been here before. We'll be fine kind of thing. Mm. But just keep... It's kind of like the old Raiders thing. Keep it close until the Chargers beat themselves. Yeah, the, thing, the thing is as well... Sure is, the thing is as well, I replied to one of the things that Frank from Yahoo tweeted. I, I, I was talking to him on Twitter and just said, like, if they've played as well as everyone's saying they are and we've played as badly as everyone's saying we are and half time we're in touching distance i'm good with that because yeah. I, mm. I, I and me and frank had a little back and forth but i said to him i was like all i want right now is to be in a game at the final like be in a game in the fourth quarter because the chiefs do things like this they win games like this where they it, it it's it's surprising every time it happens, but it always happens. There's always a play, whether there's 13 seconds to go, whether it's a pick, whether it's Dan Sorensen picking someone off. or We're just quite clutch at the end of games, and that's 
that might be as simple as good coaching and in those clutch moments being in the right place and playing your assignment how it's supposed to be played instead of doing something different in the spur of the moment, you know. There's a lot to be said for good coaching. Looking yeah. at you, Denver Broncos. <laughs> looking at Brandon Staley, but looking at Brandon Oof. Staley, like the Chiefs are in his head so badly at this point. It's hilarious. He got killed last year for being too aggressive. He comes out this year, he's too negative. Yeah. It's like he's in his own head. He, they don't know. Did last year, did last year get to him then? And he listened too much to people. I loved the way he coached against the Chiefs last year. I don't care what people yeah. what people say. He should have stuck to. He should say, "This is the dude I am." Like we're gonna go for it. I I was shit scared of playing the Chargers in the playoffs. I thought they were gonna be the one team that that them or the Bills that could knock us out, and they end up missing the playoffs. And I didn't watch <laughs> enough of the Chargers to know if he was the reason they missed the playoffs. But in the games he coached against the Chiefs that we watched, I loved the way he coached he coached against us and. I thought he coached scared the other night. If I, I think if you look at the Chiefs, sorry, I would never punt. So if if I was coaching against the Chiefs, I would never punt. I would just go for it every yeah. single time yeah. because you need seven points on a significant amount of your drives, and the Chiefs are probably going to score anyway, and quite possibly going to do it relatively quickly. So, like, <clears throat> you might as well lose seventy to ten as. Mm-hmm. 38 35 like. I think if you if you're in a game that's that close as close as the the Chargers Chiefs was towards the end um I mean is it is there a doubt anymore like that's that's the quarterback you want on the field you want Patrick Mahomes on the field like he's because mm-hmm. he wins so many of them like Tomo said earlier he, he he wins so many of those games and, and the combination of him and Andy Reid just they know how to how to how to win and how to get the job done when they're in those tough spots so he, he's done it countless times yeah it's 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 a remarkable ability, isn't it? Like it's mm. just. And I do, I do think the coaching was a big part of that game as well. And I think early in the season, from from, from the thing that I've picked up on the like the first two weeks, is Andy Reid might be the difference maker in the AFC West this season. When you look at like yeah, the bro- yeah. the Broncos coaching coaching issues, you look at what happened to Brandon Staley and the Chargers with his, you know, with not bringing Everett off and and suddenly being too passive when last season he had a really good formula for beating the Chiefs and look what the Raiders did against the Cardinals like they just completely <laughs> fell apart towards the end of the game and it's like well how right. you can't there's only so much you can blame the players for that sort of collapse like coaching has to pay a factor in that as well so you look at that the difference between those three teams and what the Chiefs have and Andy Reid is a complete completely different ballpark and it might end up being the deciding factor in in, in that division when we had Frank on earlier before the season started, uh, one of the things he said was like, "How low is your floor when you've got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes as your coach and quarterback? Like you have a very high floor. Um, yeah. Other other teams in the division. Well, don't. statistically, they, the they floor don't. is is hosting the AFC Championship game. Yeah, <laughs> so that's and that because we've done it every single year that they've been on a team together. Well, at least yeah. with Patrick Holmes starting. So hosting the AFC Championship game is this team's floor, if you want to look at it like statistically-wise. Which is so at, absurd to think are of. Are we looking at the rest of the season being a decider on who gets the number one seed then between us and the Bills? So I've seen that written and I was reading going, nah, but the more I think about it, the more I kind of go, I can see a case for that. Yeah, but then, but then all we can hope for as Chiefs fans is that the Dolphins continue this this war path they seem to be on in the first two weeks because if they do that, then the Bills might have a struggle in their own division. And if the Dolphins get the upper yeah. hand of the Bills, then it could it could mean the best-case scenario for the Chiefs and, and we get the one seed. 
Well, yeah, we're all like Dolphins that. fans this weekend. Yeah, uh, why not? Is that this weekend? Yeah, Dolphins Bills is on <laughs> Sunday. At, <laughs> Sunday at six. Isn't that the same time it's... the Chiefs guys are? It is, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the Sky game. I know that much. Oh man, I, I, I can games. see why Watch that the wasn't first half of... prime time, but damn. Yeah, that it is. That is going to be a great game. I was just about to say, watch the first half of Chiefs Colts, and then we will be up by thirty, and then we can switch over to uh, <laughs> Dolphins Bills for the second half, and actually uh, watch an exciting game. I do think it's going to be hard for the Chiefs to get the one seed. Still, I still think. Yeah. Like man, have you seen the Chargers schedule though? Like they have such a cupcake schedule for the next four games. I can, I can find it now, but like, it's going to be so hard to just keep up this. I like, if I'm totally honest, being two and zero is is the perfect start. Obviously, it's the perfect start, but you, I think there's a world in which we'd have probably all taken one and one in a way, mm-hmm. just not to be two and zero and two, or just yeah, it's it's crazy, really. I mean, look at the Chargers schedule. They got what the Texans, Browns, Broncos, and Seahawks, and then the Falcons. Like, wow, they should win all of them. They should be. What's that? There should be six and one. So this is a thing. Can the Chargers, are they good enough to win these five games? They should win all them games. If that was the Chiefs schedule, you go, you got to win all of them. No. I don't think they'll win them all. They'll find a way to lose yeah. one of them. And that's what the Chargers are. I feel like they are going to find a way. And maybe they'll prove us wrong and show that they have got, you know, they have got the nice to win these games. But you've got a hurt quarterback now and you've got five games that you should win that's crazy have you seen the update on Herbert's ribs he's day to day yeah he's got a, a fractured rib cartilage I think is is, is what the, yes. the diagnosis yeah, was that's right, yes. um, but yeah you know I think playing on Thursday will, will do in the world of good because it gives him an extra three days to rest and recover yeah. um, but How hurt know, must it's interesting on the the one where he scrambled and he had so confused. in front of him so oh yeah just he just threw it away to his yeah. Like, oh, he could have not going. He I'm was there. Two yards. He literally, yeah, and he, he threw, literally he already gained like two yards when he threw it away. I was so confused what he was doing. But the, I don't think he would. I don't think he would have been able to slide. Do you think that what it was? He I, I think slide, he, he yeah. was like, I, I could run, but you know, I'm gonna have to slide get or get hit at some point. And he just the thought of take, that was just like, it's not worth it. Did he not think he could take a knee? There was literally no one near him. He could sit down. <laughs> yeah. I guess it would hurt because you are going to have to bend your torso to do any of those things. Mm. But yeah, I like, think out of bounds could still have been a, a, a good wild. idea. But... I, I'm still, I know I had a chat with a Chargers fan and he's in the total opposite camp. I have no idea why he carried on playing. I, Because I, I Chase Daniels, your backup quarterback. I, yeah, but it didn't matter. <laughs> they'd lost the game. I, I don't know why he was still on the field. I, they, they'd lost that game. I don't, I, I don't know. To me, at that point, down 10. You need a touchdown, which admittedly he got, but then you With also a need beautiful throw. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh my god, gorgeous, oh, yeah. right? Like fair play, so much respect for him. But just the decisions weird to me. Your franchise quarterback, you're down ten. You need an improbable touchdown, and then you need an onside kick, which is seventeen percent chance on its own, plus the touchdown. He was probably looking less than five percent chance, even if you get the onside kick which is 17%, you've then got to do something with the ball with no time to go to get the points. To... Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, he, like, he needed a field goal to take the overtime, right? It was like but then he's got to play a whole five... other drive in overtime as well. It's like less than 5% chance 
he's going to do that, if not less. And you're just leaving your franchise quarterback out there to just get hit again. Like, maybe uh, the the argument from the Chargers guy I was talking to was saying, like, well, they, they'd looked at him, they knew it was a rib thing, and it was just pain management. And I'm like, eh, don't know if I'd want Mahomes out there at that point, personally. I think it speaks a lot about Herbert's character, though. Does I got a lot. I gained a lot of respect for Herbert yeah, after that game because be he's an, he's a warrior, and I think it was more so, you know, the, the the sort of environment you're in, like away at Kansas City, Thursday night football, big divisional game early in the season, like to have to sit out those last few minutes knowing you could have been on the field making something happen for your team, like. I think he made like the, the the spur of the moment call, and imagine that the I, I know I'm you know you might have had his head in the headlight, uh, you know uh, saw his name in 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 the headlight headlights is that the right phrase mm-hmm. spotlights whatever headlights. the phrase is yeah well, yeah um, but like it's it's the momentum call like if 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 he could go out there and make it happen for his team like it would have it would have done wonders for him and the team so. I don't know. I think it was like a spur of the moment thing. I, th- I think he made the right call in terms of the moment he was in. Yeah, maybe they. Uh, I guess they. W- I guess he wouldn't have let himself not go in at that point. But it's one of them, and it, it didn't matter in the end. But overall, did he play well? I oh, see. I I find this. I find this so weird. I listened to the athletic podcast, just the generic athletic <laughs> podcast. Right? Yeah, I listened to. Have you what? Well. Have you listened? To- Oh my yeah, God, it was 27, 27 minutes out of a 30-minute podcast before he literally referenced a point from the Chiefs' perspective. And then he <laughs> said and then he said something along the lines of, yeah, we should probably talk about the Chiefs. And I was like, what, the team that won the game? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Fuck me. Like, they, if that was their best game and they lost, is that not... Does that not say something? I'm really confused how they're still this, like rosy team after that i don't understand it we played awful and won that should be like alarm bells right i i I saw something about saying basically that josh allen and um justin herbert have had more praise for losing to patrick mahomes than patrick mahomes has for beating both of them and i thought yep that's spot on Mm -hmm. like i i get that they're both good quarterbacks and like the the media narrative is always going to be moving on to the next thing. I think that's it. But but Mahomes, like he wasn't great on Thursday night, but he made two incredible touchdown throws. Like he had no right getting the ball off on the first one. Never mind finding McKinnon with the mm. the sidearm thing that he did. And then the second one to Watson where like he was inch perfect with his feet off the ground when he was throwing it over what is apparently the best cornerback in football. Uh, like he got <laughs> cooked. He by a fourth He turned his fifth, back. <laughs> fifth choice wide receiver <laughs> slash special teams that like I just I, see. I can understand why the media say Herbert and Allen are good. But I don't understand. Mm. I, I, has tell... the media just got tired of saying how good Mahomes is? Hundred percent. So when I was growing up, Man United won everything. Yeah, like, I fucking hate Man United. As a United, as yeah. a United fan, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. And then Chelsea came along. It's like, oh, I love Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea, a wicked man. And Chelsea won it, and then they won it again. And you're like, oh, I'm so bored of Chelsea. And the next team come along, everyone's darling. But it's it's like that with the Chiefs. Like now the Bills have come along, 
the Bills are everyone's darling until they win. Same as the Chargers. And the other thing is as well, Mahomes has like normalised greatness. When he mm-hmm. broke the pocket, and specifically when he broke the tackle of the guy that was diving at his feet, I was just like, touchdown. There's no way. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. I thought the exact same thing. He, he, he literally, you saw McKinnon coming across the screen, in, like coming into screen. He broke the tackle. I was like, he scored. There's no way. It's and he's just normalised that greatness. It's bonkers, man. I think they're just. I think he, I think it's just normal that the Chiefs win, and anyone else now is kind of. We, they want us to. They basically want to knock us off the perch, don't they? Yeah, because it's, it's always it's it's whatever the, the you know. Um, not to sound too like uh, not controversial, but like conspiracy theory. Why it's just like the, the new media narrative is okay. Now who's going to beat the Chiefs? Before it was you know whoever it was it was the Patriots, and then and then Tom Brady left, and then now it's the it's the Chiefs' turn to to be taking shots at by because it you know it was the Ravens, and then we beat them countless times. Then it was the Titans, and we knocked them out of the AFC Championship game. Then it was the Bills, and we knocked them out of the AFC Championship game, and then the divisional round the next year. And now it's the Chargers and the Bills. Like it's just they're all taking their turn to like you know be built up by the media, and then if they can knock the Chiefs up, Chiefs off, they'll be the next big thing, and then mm. the Chiefs will be the underdogs again, and then they'll take over, and so or it'll be the Bills or whatever. Quick question then: When is our first loss coming this season? Bills, week four. Is it week six. four we play the Bills or week six? No. Yeah, we've got away at Tampa. Well, we've got the Colts away, Tampa Bay away, the Raiders at home, the Bills at home, 49ers away by yeah, week. Probably the Bills. I think it'd be the Bills. You both think the Bills will beat us at home? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Have you seen I, them? They I are. Think, I think. I think they. I, w- I watched. Nuts. I stayed up and watched the first half on Monday night. And they were good. But then did but you watch the second half? What I they were like in the no. second half? Oh, you go back and watch the, the problem, second half of that yeah. game because I actually, I it was a game it. of two halves. I did that record it. Was crazy. The problem is, the Bills have mm. got... The Bills' defence is what causes the Chiefs' offence problems because they can rush four. Then they're really quick in the secondary and then their offence is better than the Chargers' offence. It's just like, mm. ah. I just... I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here going the Chiefs are going to bop us. Uh, the Bills are going to bop us. I think it's going to be a close game again. I just you're asking when the first loss is going to come. I think law of averages suggests it would be wild for us to go like <laughs> like what six and oh, seven and oh, or something like. I think yeah. to, I think if we've won that many games in a row, it's going to be like a they're going to be continuous, 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 continuous. It's going to be hard work to then go into a Bills game and win that as well like it's on a short know. week as well like we've got yeah, Raiders just, on Monday night it's just a lot man like coming at least they're both game. at home that's the only thing I can think there I don't want to say like oh, the Bills definitely going to win that game I don't, I, I don't think that at all but if you ask me where I think the first loss could come that's where I, I, I could see it yeah. do you um, think you're do you think you're more confident in the Chiefs now than you were before the season started yes by a long stretch because that's something confident Neil yes really um, defensively well I, as I said before the first game I didn't have any concerns about the offence because it brought in proven veterans and no one knew what the offence was going to be like but I figured that they would be fine like Juju and Valdez Scantling and 
mm-hmm. like they brought back a lot of the rest of the players. So I, I didn't really see any off any offensive problems, and we scored forty four and twenty seven. I'm, I'm comfortable with that. Defensively, I had big question marks. I, I didn't see where a pass rush was coming from. I was worried about the amount of rookies that would be playing, like the youth of, um, or the the inexperience as much as anything. Like it, we're faster on defense, that's good, but I, my fear was that that would be spent, that speed would be spent chasing blown coverages because mentally, like Spags doesn't like to play rookies very much, and he has a relatively complex-ish defense, and you kind of go, well, oh, geez, yeah, it's not a good combination. But I think they've done a really good job in the two games. They've kept them to 21 and 24. If we can keep teams below 25 points every week, yeah, you're winning everything. we will win far more games than we will lose. Mm-hmm. I tweeted, um, um, I tweeted, like after the game, we've got we've got like a team, not just an offense, because yes, I would agree. That's with that. really what it feels like because the offense. There's no way you're going to shut Patrick Mahomes down for the whole game. He's going to do something at some point. So if the defense can keep us in it, if the if the defense can keep us even like ten points, we're in the game. Like if they can continuously keep us within ten points, we're going to win so many games. Just I. I think the thing for me is like because there's so many youngsters on there, they will improve over the course of the season just by experience. Mm. And because they're playing so much and like the ceiling for this defence that makes that ceiling reasonably good. You know, if we're somewhere in the around tenth best defence, man, we're gonna be hard to stop mm. just because the offence is gonna be like good enough to score thirty most weeks. Like the Chargers have got one of the better defenses in the league, and we scored twenty seven. Mm. Um, so like you'd you'd think we'd be able to average thirty points a game on offense. I would have thought. It's so funny because it really feels like, I think I said it a few weeks ago, but it it almost feels like the regular season already just doesn't really matter. You can already see how this is yeah. going to go. You can you can, like we're going to have games like that against the Chargers and Bills and teams in the playoffs where offense isn't as easy because they're really good and then the rest of the time you're going to have games like the chart the cardinals where they're just going to look like world beaters and i think that's that's the way it's going to be i think i think you're going to have tough games against good teams like inevitably and then the rest of the time the offense is just going to look unbelievable like i the colts games i think you could yeah go on I, I think it says it all when you're saying it's it, like, you know, we're going to have games like the Chargers game where it's going to be tough on offense and we scored 27 points. Well, 20 points on, uh, if you yeah, take away the defensive in, yeah. interception, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, that's not exactly a poor performance. I mean, Patrick Mahomes had a good few highlights thrown in the mix as well. So I don't think it was a, it, was a, it, wasn't, a, it wasn't a bad offensive performance if we were another team. I if we it, weren't the Chiefs, that's a pretty standard. Yeah. Okay, that was a decent yeah. performance from the Chief, from the from the offense. No picks, no turnovers, if I recall rightly. Didn't have a single turnover all game. So <laughs> you refs, know, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, but the thing um, is, if you said to the yeah. Chargers, if you said the Chargers before the game, you're going to hold the Chiefs' offense to twenty points, they'd have bitten your hand off. That's the thing. Yeah, probably they they should be expecting to keep us down with the investments they made in defense this year. Yeah. Like they made those investments to stop the Chiefs scoring points. Yep. 
Um, if they can work on their conditioning, though, that defense is scary because it was long? like a, it, the defense looked completely different in the second half. Like the first half defense was scary looking with Curl Mack and and Joey Bosa. They were really good, bring a lot of pressure. They were really um, good. If they can keep it up for the whole game, like it's going to be a tough defensive line to beat. You wouldn't have thought they'd be able to keep that defense and their offense together for many years though like you feel like this is their window without them having to pay herbert yet because there's going to be some it's it's this year and next isn't it yeah like they, this is the thing like they, like them and the bills have gone in uh, for the same window essentially and then the chiefs are just still hanging around to an but then look at the rams though yeah like does it really exist anymore if, you, if you've got a smart enough front office does it really exist the rams have been um salary cap like scandalous for the past like god knows how many years and they've still not caught up to them but they have invested in players that aren't going to get any younger as well and that's the sort of move that the chiefs did make as well when they were going for their super bowl but the the thing the chiefs are going to have is they're going to have so much cap space to play with because not only is they got quite a lot of cap space anyway going into next year especially if you get rid of like uh, i mean i don't think frank's on the most amount of money anymore but the not paying Tyreek's going to create so much cap space, and then you've got the cap going up as well. Like the Chiefs are going to be able to to play in free agency next year as well, so almost more than they did this year, you'd imagine. I don't think moves like bringing Von Miller on on like a ten year contract <laughs> yeah. are the sort of moves that, that scream long term sustainability on on the part of <laughs> Buffalo. You can't argue with that. Um, I'm just sat here looking at our schedule to end the season. This is our last six games. Bengals. Win. Bron- Broncos. Win. Te- Texans. Big win. Lost. C- <laughs> Seahawks. Big win. Broncos again. Big win. Raiders. Normal win. That should... <laughs> like, that could put us in a good position... Like, for... You want to be playing your best football in mm. December. You don't want to be dropping well, games at that point, right? No, there's four games in December and two in January there. The Broncos are going to be so irrelevant by that point as well. <laughs> Man, I, they're I awful. Was messaging, they're proper awful. I was messaging a Broncos fan today because I was curious to see what he thought. Like, I, As I said to him, I know we're going to be laughing at Denver and Hackett, and I was just wondering... Has he brought anything positive that you've seen? And this was his response. A couple of things. Fangio was a disaster at the podium. From criticising Von Miller at his introductory press conference to saying he didn't see any racism in the league to much more minor things, Hackett doesn't have that tendency and Vance Joseph (laughs) has his great week of practice shtick. So, one, he's better at press conferences. Yep. And then additionally... The Broncos are no longer the three-and-out champs. Under previous two head coaches, the offence would trot out onto the field only for it to fizzle out immediately. They're now moving the ball well up until the red zone, which is where we are an unmitigated disaster. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, you, don't, you don't win games in the press conference room. <laughs> no, no, you don't. It's, it's poor. And, and the coach is losing them games on the field. Like I think that was... He, yeah. He looks so far out of his depth it, to me. It looks so bad. It looks so bad. It's just... It was... like, I, 
I, I don't. Is want he going to make him. the end of the season? Is he going to make one well, season? Like they were my so next excited. Question, they were so excited pre-season for Russell Wilson. My next question was just out of interest. Have you seen anything that makes you think he'll still be around this time next season? No. And oh no, was, no, not this time. GMs. GMs don't want to fire head coaches, but Patton might have enough goodwill to do it. I think it only happens if someone like Sean Payton makes it known he wants it. Why would he Otherwise, want to come to this it would division? have to be a five-win season. Because he's got fucking Russ Wilson. He ain't coming, he ain't coming to the AFC West. Fuck that noise. You'd go somewhere. You'd go somewhere. You'd go yeah. You'd go somewhere where it's a lot easier than that. You're just going to walk go into the, the South. You go in NFC, right? You just... You're guaranteed, like, a Sean Payton in the NFC is, like, guaranteed an AF, a NFC championship game at this point. Tom, are you coaching any of the NFC teams that guarantee them a conference <laughs> or a championship place? Like, hey, that is a just, that is a Don't speak so, so soon. Those Eagles so are looking bad. Those Eagles are looking mean through two weeks. Oh, I love the Eagles. They look awesome. Those Eagles man. are looking fun. I'm liking yeah, it. Yeah, they're so good. The Lions? Lions look good. Yeah, yeah. Lions are good. Do- I mean, no, not well, NFC championship. The Lions look entertaining. But... Yeah, <laughs> they beat the commanders. Let's let's calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Pump the brakes a little. Yeah. But no, yeah, the Eagles are looking good. great. They're looking. I, I saw a tweet actually uh, yesterday on Twitter, and it was like, um, I don't think America has the infrastructure to see a Bills Eagles Super Bowl <laughs> because the two oh, yeah. fan bases would bring the country to its knees <laughs> if they had a Super Bowl. I really hope the Eagles get to the Super Bowl, man, because they they are they look wicked right now. They look awesome. I really Anything like the, to stop I really seeing like another Tom Brady Super Bowl. Yeah, true that. Oh, he's so boring. He's oh god, he's got he was like really fun for like two years in a way, and now he's just back to just being unbearable. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. The first couple of years in Tampa yeah, Bay it was like, like, oh look, new Tom. It's Tampa Tom. Yeah. It's all oh, this fun. But that's oh god, it's still Tom Brady. Yeah, it's like he's still annoying. <laughs> Deal with him. So, we've got the dog in the background again. Dreaming away here as he bites. Very, his very vocal about Tom Brady. Yeah. Not a Tom he is Brady very, at all. He's very things. opinionated on Tom Brady here. <laughs> Not a fan. Um, right, moving on from the Chargers game and kind of starting to look forward to the Colts game. Um, <laughs> yesterday, news. Doug, will you shut up? <laughs> um, news came out that Willie Gay's got a four game suspension. Mm. Man, um, tell you what, I'm going to have four games suspension because I broke two vacuums. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I I was messaging Charles about it last night and kind of going back and forth. So, my understanding is that the league's domestic violence policy is a flat six-game suspension. And hmm. what Willie Gay did falls under the category of domestic violence from a legal standpoint and from the NFL standpoint. But even if it didn't fall under it from a legal standpoint, the NFL could still charge him like under their standpoint that it was domestic violence. Now, it I know we, we kind of joke and we shouldn't really about the vacuum cleaner but it, there was more to it than that like his... I, I don't know what's happened I have no idea what he even got arrested for he, I didn't even know he shut did. himself into his girlfriend's apartment um because she wouldn't let him see their oh, three months old or his ex-girlfriend's 
apartment because she wouldn't let him see their three-month-old son or something along those lines. Really? He, see, I didn't even know the ins and outs of it. No, no, no. He wouldn't leave, um, and she ended up calling the cops, and then he had to leave when the cops came. Mm. Um, so, and there was a vacuum cleaner did get broke at some stage so, during that. Okay. Did he use violence towards this individual? We're not sure, but... Because I don't want to say anymore. Because from what I hear, he ain't done much wrong. But I imagine there's more to it. If a vacuum has got broken, that suggests he threw it at her, in which case it is wrong. But if she's not letting him see his child, uh, there's probably better ways to go about it, Willie, but... Yeah. I mean, well, first and foremost, oh, hope the, the she and the, the, and the child are all right. Yep. First yes, of all, yes. hope they're both all right because it's you know, yeah. regardless of, of, of what, the where details, the line yeah. is, it's you know, yeah, yeah it's, it it's not. It must have not been a fun thing to go through. It must have been pretty scary for them to go through that, regardless of what happened. So, hope that they're, yeah. they're both all right. Um, I and mean, if you want a really good assessment of this, I was listening to Seth on um, Times Hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's Nate Taylor, Seth Kaiser, and Josh Briscoe. And Seth is a lawyer and he deals with a lot of domestic violence cases and he did a really interesting 10, 15 minutes on this. So if people want to know about this in way more detail than we're going to go into, then I would urge you to listen to that. I think it's probably wise to not say anything without knowing how a vacuum got broken. Because if he, Um, it all depends what he's done. Yeah, and I mean, he, it's. I'm not sure if there's a good four games to get suspended for, but mm. away at the Colts, yeah, fine. But away at the Bucks, home to the Raiders, and at home to Buffalo, oh man, there. Yeah, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean we miss him for the uh, Kansas City trip. Yeah, true, true. Like there, um, there are three, know. three tough games to be missing him for. Yeah. We might get some more reliable tackles in there that don't go flying into every uh, every <laughs> yeah. tackle they're trying to make. There's like a steam train going at people in the last couple of weeks. Neil. I'm missing half of them. Neil, you know, you know at the start of the season where you were saying, oh, I'm really worried about a defense. I was like, nah, defense will be fine. And it's like, yeah. uh, you know, they might make some mistakes, but they'll be quick. That was like the epitome of what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be, if you're going to be wrong, be fast. And I guess... Like, as he flew past the dude, like, three times. <laughs> oh, when he missed Eckler on the... Yeah. The, there's one in particular I can think of where he missed a tackle on Eckler over to the left-hand side. Yep. It was like, well... Because that ended up leading to their touchdown. That was on the first drive of the second half, and that ended up leading to their touchdown. Like, Willie, just slow down, man. You had him but like, for, like, a four-yard loss. Behind the behind the line of scrimmage, and he was on an island. It was just the two yeah. of them. There were no blockers and no other defenders. Yeah. Like, it was... Clean hit and and get out of there, sort of thing. Like bring him to the feet. ground and he like went for his feet. He like did he like charged and dove at him. And I was like, if you just stand up and just go through him, <laughs> it was a strange play. It was, it was a weird. strange play. Uh, it was a Thursday night highlight real play, I think, for him. Yeah, it just it seems like he's always looking for the hit stick. He's yeah. looking for that play that's gonna like you know cause a ball to fall out or cause yeah. like you know. It to go all over Twitter and it's like just bring the man down, yeah. just stop him from getting past stop you. Him for it's a not loss. Like... Stop him for a he loss. He has been really good this year though. Like he's looked wicked to be fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think himself and Bolton both. Yeah, really good. Yeah, and young as well. It's great how young they both are. Um, hopefully, it's something we can keep for for the yeah. the, the future. 
Um, so he's going to be. I suppose we'll move on to the Colts because I don't really want to dwell on that. But weird one. Looking at the Colts, yeah, yeah it it is. And uh, as we said, like we're not in any real position to comment. But we'll we'll miss him. Does that? That's for sure. Yep. But I'm not sure we'll miss him against the Colts because they're <laughs> shite, absolute shite. Um, did either of you see any of the game against the Jags? No. Only the scoreline. Yeah, there's no need. There's that was no enough. reason to put it on. I've watched like the yeah. the like the highlights of it. I don't know how much that tells you, though. To be honest. Yeah, I I had red zone on, and like whenever they flick to the game. Oh man, the Colts look bad. So, so, so bad. It's a bit of a problem when the only thing that kind of works is Jonathan Taylor, and if you well, stop like they were missing that, their, then they're missing their number two, one and two wide receivers. So, like, mm. if you took that away from any team, any team would find it significantly harder. And then the Jags, if your Jags sell out to stop the run, mm-hmm. which I think the Chiefs Ryan, do. Yeah, absolutely, completely agree with you. If Matty Ryan just does what he does at the moment, which is nothing. But what did we say his stat? Well, let me pull up his stats a second. Um, he's forty-eight for eighty, five hundred and forty-seven yards, one touchdown, four interceptions, and seven sacks with a passer rating of sixty-three. Oh, you know Duncan that is, does that good. thing with Mahomes where he like projects it for the season. Can we do that for Matt Ryan? <laughs> you you two talk and I'll pull up the calculator Please do. And do that. In the meantime, <laughs> I think the Chiefs should sell out for the run, and it's quite a good game actually for yeah. if it's going to happen for Leo Chanel because I think by all accounts, by mm-hmm. people cleverer than me that have kind of given us some analysis, he's not the best in coverage, but he's good down kind of downhill stopping the run. So it might mm-hmm. actually work out quite nicely for him if you just say you just go and hit Jonathan Taylor. And don't worry about much else. That could be ideal for him. Yeah, that's a solid tactic. Yeah. Um, so he'd have about 4,600 yards. Decent, yeah, decent season. Mm-hmm. Um, he would have eight touchdowns. <laughs> and um, let's have a look. How many interceptions? Um, it's not going to be good. No, it's not going to be two interceptions a game times 17. 34, 34. interceptions. 34. That's not that's not an ideal ratio. He probably wants to um, retire after that season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's hard to see where the Colts are going to score enough points to make this a game. Yeah. So yeah, you said no. the one and two receiver. That's Pittman and I don't know Julian, who the other one. Um, and then Paris Campbell. No. Alec Pierce. Alec. Oh, he's the quick one. He was the one. one Yeah, he's the one they took in the second round of the draft. Yeah, Um, we were looking at him, weren't we? Who are they back for this game? What do we know? Uh, No, they're questionable, both of them. Well, that's not looking good for them, then, is it? No, (laughs) they're playing a good Chiefs defense and an offense that, I mean, the small sample size suggests we're probably going to score twenty odd. Minimum. I I cannot for the life of me understand how the Chiefs are only five and a half point favourites. Wow! What? Open sky bet. <laughs> if the, if the Chiefs get out to an early lead, what happens? I'll put my like, what do the what do the Colts do? It's a, if the Chiefs go fourteen nil up. Blowout. Like what's the but like what? Yeah, I don't I don't start, get the Colts game plan if they go down fourteen yeah, nil. What's the route back? Yep. 
yeah, what, what, Jonathan Taylor can't can't bring that score back, especially because you're giving the Chiefs the ball back every time you do wow. score. It's if you do, it's six and a half now, but Jesus, even then, six and a half is quite incredible. Well, Paddy, I take Paddy I take double, oh, I I take double well. digits. I take double digits. Yeah, I take the over if it was ten. How much money do you it's put just, on this right now? Because yeah. that is that is seems like an absolute no brainer. I guess unless they do successfully run the ball, it becomes difficult. But I but as soon as Patrick Mahomes gets going, is it, it, that defense not good? Isn't good enough to stop you know Patrick Mahomes from from doing what he wants to do? Mm. I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters if they get the ground game going because if they outpass them, there's not much they can do anyway because passing's always going to score quicker than running can. That's so the other Colts Colts total points at twenty two and a half, and the Chiefs total points at twenty seven and a half. How I guess they're going off. Colts are going to score twenty-two. I don't know, and how we're only going to score twenty-seven. I don't know. I guess they're just. We scored twenty-seven against the Chargers, and that was practically a really in a defense. half. Yeah, and they played us. They played their ass off in the first half, and they were a really good defense. So I don't know. I'm I'm not a betting person, so I don't know how it will work. Tell you but, what, if you, you want know, some other money, top of my head. If you want some more money, San Francisco are minus one and a half to beat the Broncos. With Jimmy G, I suggest they absolutely batter them. Where is it? It's in San Fran, isn't it? I don't know. Okay. It's in Denver, but hey ho. Enough okay. about that. That does seem that does seem incredible to suggest that. That suggests, well, obviously, but it suggests they're within a touchdown of the Chiefs at the end. So are the Chiefs playing down to the Colts, or are the Colts playing up to the Chiefs? Because both seem improbable. I genuinely cannot answer that. Um, because they lost 24 nil to the Jaguars. That's... <laughs> like, I and don't they, t- I they don't tied know. with the Texans. I don't, I, I don't know where they're getting these these numbers from. It doesn't. Nothing adds up when I'm looking at like it book, on my computer screen right now. The bookies don't money very often. Like the, mm. So the bookies know what they're talking about usually, but... That seems incredible where? to me. <laughs> I, I don't see... That seems absolutely incredible. I don't incredible. see this at all. They've, they've I mean, they may be to... predicting a big game from Taylor because Willie Gay's not going to be there. Maybe. Maybe. But they because we're a linebacker down. But, but they drew to the Texans when Jonathan Taylor had 161 yards. I don't. The Texans are bad, right? The Jaguars yeah. are bad. Like they're not bad, Ish. bad, but they're like meh, and they won 24-0. I am yep. shook by that, but they won twenty. They they scored twenty four in the first three quarters. They didn't score in the in the fourth, so the the game was wrapped up by the third. I think this is one of their where Andy Reid is like sitting at like forty four points, and then he's like, "Yeah, we're not going to put a fifty on him." You you two just keep talking. I just have to go and do something here. I've just been yeah. notified. I'll be no back. worries. Yeah, I hope it. I hope it ends with uh, doing what Sean McDermott did at the end of that Titans game, where he just just benches. Patrick Mahomes because Josh Allen got benched towards the end of that Titans game Um, I don't know if you saw did you see the second half of that that Bills Titans game Uh, yeah yeah and they brought like Malik Willis in yeah and then he yeah they they took they yeah that was uh, the Titans took Ryan Tannehill off but Mm. the, the, the Bills took off Josh Allen as well right yeah I mean and put in um oh who's his backup because it was Trubisky, wasn't it, last season? But I he's a 
Pittsburgh now. I'm not sure. I thought. Was... Uh, oh, I can't remember, but they, 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 yeah, they took Josh Allen out. I'm gonna Google it. Actually. That's what we need to do. We need to get to a point where, like, realistically, the Chiefs should be able to win this relatively quickly. I mean, I just. Mm-hmm. I, the thing is, at the start of the season, we looked at the the schedule. We thought, right, the Colts is going to be quite a tough game, but just by all accounts, this season they just haven't been good. And yeah, it seems like a really kind of really lazy way to look at football. But Matt Ryan versus Patrick Mahomes feels like it's only going to go one way anyway. And then you I say, liked the idea of Matt Ryan in Indianapolis at the start of the mm. season, though. I I was I wasn't against. I mean, they've got Stephon Gilmore. They've they've like you know when when they're healthy, they've got a decent offense with with Jonathan Taylor at the helm. And I don't know. I, I certainly thought Matt Ryan was an upgrade at quarterback. So I don't know, but it doesn't seem to have panned out well. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because the receivers and maybe they just not got off to the best start. But it's it was something that I was thinking. Oh, that could be all right in in Indianapolis. Like Matt Ryan could be certainly better than what he had at, at Atlanta. Yeah, I just it's just really hard. To, to figure out where they're getting those odds from still because you look, they played the Texans, well, the Chiefs' offense and defense is better than the Texans. And then you look at the Jaguars, you go, well, the Chiefs' offense and defense is better than the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And, so, they, and they held them to zero. So. How does this, yeah. how, how does anything change? You know, like, I mean, it seems weird. Jonathan Taylor only had 54 yards against the Jags, which seems, mm. seems strange. Yeah. Maybe this is the uh, maybe this is the week I start betting. Mate, I am very tempted to put my whole. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, my whole account's not very much. It's like thirty quid, but mm-hmm. I think I could put. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be opposed to putting it on the over, especially after after you know looking back over it and seeing what the uh, it'd be, what the over it'd is. Be it's very strange to lose that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I think I think what we're taking from this is that we very much see the Chiefs winning this game. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like we're fairly confident. <laughs> we are fairly confident that they're going to win this game. Yeah, no, I, I, um, yeah. I think it's it's early season, it's turned into like, you know, one of the the most, one of the games that I'm more confident in, most comfort, comfortable in predicting yeah. is the Colts. Um, and it's nice to have that thrown in the mix of such a difficult schedule as well, having that game yeah. where it's a bit like, Okay, this is almost like I don't want to get ahead of myself and say it's a breather week or it's like you know, but it's like almost like a. I don't have the feeling of oh god, we're up against the Colts this weekend. It's okay, we've got the Colts, we've got to get through that. Yeah. And then it's oh god, we got the Buccaneers. Oh god, we got the Raiders. Oh god, we got the Bills. Yeah. I think... <laughs> so it's nice to have a game where the pressure's not on us as much as as these other games that we've had and that are coming up soon. Yeah, like last year the offense struggled, kind of throughout the season. And it was so nice to go into that into that Cardinals game and go, ah, oh, now we're going to be okay. And then you go into the Chargers yeah. game oh, yeah. and they struggled a little bit, but you knew they were probably struggling because they're playing a really good defense. And mm-hmm. you're like, Do you know what? He still did some stuff. They still figured some yeah. stuff out. They still moved the ball. Like. And you just hope now that you go into this Colts game and you see like week one Chiefs offense where everything looks a little bit easier. You can't imagine that the pass rush is going to be uh, anything like what the pass rush was against the Chargers. So you'd like to think the Chiefs offense yeah. will look more like week one Chiefs offense. And then if that mm-hmm. if that's the case, then I don't see how whatever the Colts do, how they stand a chance. 
Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm back. Hello. Welcome back. Hello, I'm back. Yeah, Chloe was up and about. We've deciphered that the Chiefs are definitely um, going to cover the over. <laughs> yeah. I, hashtag analysis. Yeah. <laughs> well. Um, do we want to do score predictions? Are we that bold? Uh, I'm up for it, if, if you guys are, yeah. Go, go Why not? Far away, Owen, since you're up for it. Okay, so Chiefs will score 35, Colts will get 13. Yeah, I was thinking... So, I, I had 35-10 in my head, so I'm not far off you there. I'm going to go like 41. Because I just looked as well. 17. I think I think Darius Leonard is out as well. Or he's at least questionable. I just... I don't see how this isn't an absolute demolition job. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope so too. Uh, Darius Leonard was a full participant on Wednesday's practice. Oh, was he? Listed. He is questionable. Yeah. Alec Pierce uh, practiced fully on Wednesday. Um, Pittman was limited participant in practice. I think he's right. We were, we were saying while you've gone, Neil, before the season, this was one of those you're like, that's going to be a tough game. And while there's nothing here that suggests to me that it, it it should be a tough game, you just never know. You just never know. Maybe they put it together at home. They've had a bad start. They're like, right, you know, you just never know. But I just, I, I, I think the Chiefs are going to have too much. It's hard to see. Yeah, it's hard. hard. Um, so that's three, three comfortable Chiefs wins there. Mm. What would you have set the under over on this game if you were to set it? Uh, for the total points? No, as in like the win line. Oh, it's the spread. Yeah, the spread. Oh. Ten. I'd have had ten and a half, yeah. Yeah, ten yeah. and a half, yeah. Yeah, I'd at least I have it just into double digits, yeah, around the same. I don't know why. It's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to predict under double digits. It's, it's what I don't just get from about looking it, at the numbers. Seven and a half, I'd have kind of got. I don't understand how they've got it. Under a touchdown, within a touchdown, yeah. Oh yeah, that's crazy. My head a little bit. I mean, you, you look at. I just, I just had a look at the, um, the um, average points that both teams have scored, and we scored thirty five point five, and they've scored ten on average <laughs> per game. That's points and, per and game. My, my prediction was thirty five ten. Yeah, <laughs> like it's I, you know it's expert analysis from you, Neil. That's what that is. Yeah, I didn't even <laughs> look at that. Like I'm. I'm just but yeah, it's find... just from that alone. It's it's hard to not give the Chiefs a, a double-digit spread. But I just... we'll see. I'm sure we'll enjoy it, whatever the score is. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be a fun game for Chiefs fans to watch. Yeah. I'll put it that way. <laughs> uh, here we are. Winning margin, 10-point bands. So Chiefs to win by between 1 and 10 points is 2 to 1. Chiefs 11 to 20 is... Four to one, Chiefs twenty-one to thirty is seven to one, and Chiefs thirty-one to forty, eighteen to one. Chiefs to win by forty-one points or more, sixty to one. <laughs> one pound would get sixty quid back. Yeah. Um, what was that? One pound would get sixty <laughs> to not... win, but to win by forty-one points or more, like you'd you'd have to be yeah, a. That's wild. I don't need to do that. A, a, a fifty burger to seven. 
Mine, or yeah, a forty-three burger to nothing. <laughs> yeah, I think Andy, they I lost twenty-four nothing to the if Jags. Got no points. Andy ain't going above thirty. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, one can dream though. Yeah, I, I don't mind the thirty-one <laughs> to forty-point bracket there at eighteens. That's that's not horrendous and not out of the question either. Forty-one ten. Yeah, I could see that. No problem. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's a strange game. Because I was saying, I, I was saying, touching it earlier. But whilst you were gone, Neil, I was saying that like before the season, I was thinking, you know, Matt Ryan and Indianapolis, like, it could could work out. It could be fun. They could be a good team. Like, it could be a bit, you know, of a challenge, especially in week yeah. three. But now it's just like, a completely different story. I just, it's he's not the Matt strange. Ryan they thought they were signing. Yeah, yeah. And I think the Broncos might be figuring it out for their own quarterback soon as well. Yes, but that's a story for another day. Yes. <laughs> well, I did tweet when he signed that contract. That's that. a lot of money for eight wins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, Tom, that, that's very, uh, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, Nostradamus-like, I think. That's, um, uh, that could be a very accurate prediction. <laughs> I think that's exactly what they're going to end up with. Eight wins. Mm-hmm. Mm, I can see them eight and nine, yeah. <laughs> Plenty of season left. Plenty of losses to come. Is the AFC West still the best division? I'm not sure. Just just the Raiders and the Broncos are letting the side down a bit on our part. I think, I think the Chiefs think, and Chargers are, are out and away, but I the think Raiders just and Broncos you, haven't showed up. Just because you've got Chiefs and Chargers in it, it pretty much is. If you got another... Like I mean, what's the closest division that's got like two like powerhouse teams in? I mean, Rams and Forty Nine ers maybe. Yeah, I mean, and then you look at Bills, Dolphins. Yeah. If the Dolphins are real, yeah, I think you've maybe. just got. I mean, you've got Chiefs and Chargers, and then you've got Russell Wilson, who's a historically the quarterback, and then you've got the Raiders with Devontae Adams. So you probably just you. I mean, it probably is. Who they didn't even throw it I to. Know. Two receptions <laughs> for 12 what yards. What are they doing? Gosh. What are you doing? What are you doing? These teams, I just, you just lose your I ass. caught the end of that Raiders-Cardinals it game. So and it good. was so it was funny. It was, it was hilarious. It was like watching a sitcom. It, oh, it was brilliant. That um, The two-point play where he's running around. Um, eight, eight and, and yards in 21 seconds. Ridiculous. I saw someone put it to the... Uh, music afterwards and oh my god so they should do it funny. to the Benny Hill music and speed it up what they yeah, maybe one, it is yeah, that exactly, one actually yeah. it might be that song actually do you know what though I was, um, but, oh, what a game. I was watching like kind of the, the early part of that game and the Raiders were running away with it and I was like ah that makes the Chiefs win not look like as good and while it doesn't matter I was thinking I that was as well like, ah maybe it was a bit of a you know maybe it was a bit of an easier game and we fought or whatever and then and that's ah that sucks like maybe the Raiders beat the Chiefs score or something like doesn't matter but just you know, yeah. and then at the end I was like what what just happened yeah what just happened <laughs> and still, when, when they the um, good though. when they scored that extra that, that two point conversion the, the really long play I, the first thing I thought was they're going to do it. Like it's it's mm. it's going to happen. Like the Raiders are actually going to blow this. Like when they were up like twenty six to th- three, was it as much yeah. as that at one point? Something around yeah, that. It was certainly twenty to nothing at halftime, wasn't it? Just absurd. 
just oh god so funny so so much fun to watch that game i loved every second of it it's so funny as well how within two weeks of the nfl season being back you lose all of the stupid preseason narratives about (laughs) how the chiefs weren't going to make the playoffs do you know how how bad we'd have to be to not make the playoffs like you know, I know we were talking about like the floor of teams. I think that's even more apparent after two weeks, because the floor of the Raiders to lose games like that is is actually quite low when you think about it. And it, like the Chiefs aren't going to lose games like that from those positions. It's there's just no way. Like some of the hot takes in the off season are just that, and you you already starting to realise which are going to be the good teams and which are going to be the bad teams. You can almost kind of look at it already and unless a team comes out of nowhere which one always does you can almost guess the playoffs really yeah unless they pull up Bengals like last season there's going to be teams I mean the Bengals haven't looked great yeah I, I, well to be fair I didn't think the Beng- I didn't think at the start of the season the Bengals would make the playoffs if I'm totally honest and I don't think anything's changed my mind now be an interesting season you know teams will rise teams will fall and at the end, the Chiefs will remain. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, Owen, I think we'll finish on that because yeah, that, that was good. That was not like that. Finish the podcast. <laughs> I like that. Um, right, Tom out. thanks for your time. Thanking you. Owen, thank you for your time. Good to have thank you. Thank you very much. Good to be I'll back. See in, I'll see you in two weeks' time. Oh, seems so good that's to, that's say, to so hear sweet. that. <laughs> that's so sweet. So, what is it, 16 <laughs> sleeps? 16 sleeps till I go, yeah. Is yeah, it? What, what, day, what day do you go out? Friday. Um, Friday right. the 7th um, oh, I can't wait, so excited We'll be in Kansas City uh, About quarter past five in the evening I think, myself and Duncan And uh, Someone else are on the same flights From Dublin Amazing um, So th- Three of us get in about quarter past five And then I think a bunch more get in at six uh, oh, Looking forward wait. to it Immensely, can't wait oh, yeah. um, Right that's enough of me rambling though um, okay so thanks for listening folks um, and we'll talk to you next week so from one kingdom to another we'll say goodbye for now <laughs>